When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Oh, this this part of the show, it tests your ability to spot when someone is lying to you. Because you know what? We've all got trust issues here, so we're going to try and work through them and, and develop our ability to spot when someone is trying to spoof us. So joining us this evening is the Irish singer, songwriter, musician, Neil, sir. How are you? How's it going, Cormac? You I'm not you? doing too bad. How are things? Ah, good, good, good. Holding it together. Holding it together just about. Uh, I know, just about everywhere else and everyone else is just kind of like, okay, we can't... Yeah can't do a thing but it's the perfect time for musicians though because you can write music yeah unless you have an eight month old child in your house come in there. Oh. <laughs> and you live in oh, a whole bedroom okay. apartment oh god yeah. should have came on and done the isolation race man you would have won that in 10 seconds <laughs> just going around and going yeah yeah four seconds done it thank you very much god so uh y- you must be wow nah it's great no i can't complain because i'm getting to spend loads of time with them as well so that's something i usually i'll be in work like nine to five so yeah it's great to it's great to have that time with them so finding the blessings where i can you know I, we, we have to we have to force ourselves into it before we, we absolutely <laughs> lose our minds and start twitching yeah. going oh my god so um <laughs> how long have you been gigging and performing um oh, in various different bands and different stuff like that probably about 15 years i'd say um, but only only as Nilo for like the last two. My last release was like not last October, but the one before that. So yeah. not long, a year and a half really with this project. Um, and I know you've you've kind of you've been gigging around the place. And you've done Wheelands and Dublin and a few other venues like that. Mm. Uh, I'd ask you any gigs coming up, but there there's none. Um, at the they're moment, cancelled. At the moment, <laughs> yeah, yeah, so, <laughs> they're, they're, uh, all, they're not cancelled. They're up in the air. Yeah, we can't even reschedule them. They don't. They can't even be cancelled. Yeah, it's just like what in the name of God's going on. So we don't even know where, like, we don't even know what month we're coming back in. So we can't even book any gigs, really. Yeah, yeah which is yeah. which is unfortunate, and especially you know, especially we've talked to a lot of musicians and performers and comedians, and anyone who unfortunately puts food on the table by having an audience is now extra screwed just because all the venues it's are closed tough. down. And it's yeah. Tough, yeah, but your at look the mercy, at the mercy of the of the the L three fifty a week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, which for a lot of those comedians I know, that's a huge amount of money for them to be on. That's probably double their wages. Yeah. <laughs> if, if, if if even I said double or triple their wages, you know what I mean? The lads are like loving the old COVID, no gigs, three fifty. Fifty a week. This is great. Yeah. So, <laughs> so listen, the, the crack here is this evening. You know what the story is. You're going to tell us three things about yourself, and one of them is a lie. So we're, okay. we're all good with that. Absolutely. Grand job. <clears throat> okay. And uh, by the way, if you want some room on four beer mats, and you can think you know when Neil was spoofing us, let us know whether it's the first, second, or third thing you think he is lying to us about. Oh eight seven six seven nine seven one zero four is our WhatsApp number. So listen. So as we'll hand it over to you. Will you give us the first story? 
Okay. My first story, or my first fact about myself, yep. is that I'm a black belt in jiu-jitsu and I used to fight MMA. That's my Ooh. first one. Mm. Now, right. I know boys used to, I don't know what age you are, Nilo, but a lot of boys used to like karate. I, I did karate, I did karate. I'm yeah, in my early 30s, did. so... But then that's the new kind of cool thing, isn't it? I, I got up to, uh, I did karate and I got up to a uh, green belt blue tip. And that's as far yeah. as I got. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, and I was never able to defend myself anyway because it's like, no, you can't hit me like that. You have to just hold here and then I can turn you around and push you over. Yeah, exactly. If you're, you're going to kick the shit out of me, would you at least do it my way? So I, have a, I stand a chance <laughs> here, no. So uh, black belt, and what you say, jujitsu, was it? Yep. Oh, God. And okay, I'm kind of MMA. believing this, and I don't even know the other stories yet. Right, okay, give us the second thing. Okay, the second thing is I once had a gun pulled on me in Germany. Oh, God. Does that sound believable? Um, you tell I, me. I would have said no. <laughs> well, here's what That's I'm thinking. Here, the only thing that I'm thinking why uh, this might be true, right, and this, I'm making a hell of a lot of assumptions here, is that I know the Germans are mad for the Irish music scene and that I know a lot of Irish musicians tend to go over to Germany and to Berlin and places like that and set up shop yeah. because they can survive there a bit better. They can do better gigs over there. I presume the German police have guns and maybe Nilo was out with his mates one night acting a maggot in the middle of the town and the police were like, okay, you're not listening and they pull a gun on you. <laughs> or, or it could have just been him travelling around Germany and some a-hole decided to pick on him some big one. some big neo-nazi pulls a gun out and is like what's the story what's going yeah. on mm. well now i just i think that's quite extravagant to make up hmm i don't know <laughs> okay uh what's the third thing third thing is i used to be an apprentice solicitor and now i walk dogs for a living say, say that again I used to be an apprentice solicitor and now I walk dogs for a living. There's three things. you got to pick one. Which one's false? Wait a second. Now, hang on. Two of these are definitely true, correct? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. right. <laughs> I was trying to pick can, can the we, most can... interesting ones. I was like, what, what can I actually pick here that's a lie and what's real and what's not? So, yeah, Don't I'm give us any clues right now. No, no. Can we, can we just go back to the third one? You, you, you went flying through that as if it was normal. <laughs> You used to be a, an apprentice solicitor and now you walk dogs for a living. Well, I don't know, do I? That's the thing. I can't tell you about it until... Until <laughs> 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 right, yeah. Oh, this is very strange. Now, I know yeah. there is a very big company. I think it's a dogwalkies.ie. <laughs> They're always going around <laughs> walking dogs company? here. Dogwalkies.ie. <laughs> is that like Uber no, for I... dog walking where if you want someone to walk your dog, you hit a button and... <laughs> Nilo I don't know how show. it works. They're getting free advertising right now anyway. They are, aren't they? Well, they are now off me. I I keep seeing the vans going around with uh, calling into different houses, obviously bringing dogs for walks. Do they have, like, fluffy dog ears on the van, like in Dumb and (laughs) Dumber? They do. They actually do. Oh, do they actually? Yeah. Oh, magic. Absolute magic. Now, I could have made that website up, but there is a dog walking company. (laughs) Oh, seriously, we're not trying to figure out what you're lying about this evening, okay? <laughs> the whole point. Sorry. <laughs> right. Okay. Um, I mean, they're all very strange. Now, Cormac, you always go with the one that you think is ridiculous. Yeah. You know, that sounds ridiculous. And you always think that that's true. And I always go with that one being false. So, obviously, immediately, I'm going to say number three, personally, I think is, is false. Um, 
but then again, I don't know about the gun situation. Mm. Now, it could be a potato gun. could be a water gun. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know? could be a gun filled with spirits. He was at a, you know, Oktoberfest. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like a beer gun was pulled on him and he just drank seven pints in one go. Maybe that was it. Maybe you that was it. He Jaeger coming out of a, a crystal gun. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh. Interesting. I'm going to lock in number three. Don't tell us yet, but I'm going to lock in number three. Okay, okay. Noted. You're, you're saying number three. Saoirse, mm. why are you saying number three? I'm saying number three because um, I just think I just think it's a really strange job to have full-time. Like, everybody in the world wants to be able to walk dogs for a living. But is it feasible? I, I signed up for one of these dog walking companies before. Or, <laughs> no, it was dog sitting. Yeah, I want to be a babysitter uh, for dogs. And uh, I got one person that asked me to mind their dog for four yeah. euro for two days. Four euro? Yeah, so I just said no. I was yeah, like, I, this I is don't not think that, that's necessarily going to, yeah, you're not going to survive on four euro no. for a couple of days. Um, so I'd be very envious if that was your job. For two days and three days your wage there. It's a couple of cents an hour. It's, uh, yeah, slightly less than minimum wage. Anyway, yeah, I don't yes, think you're up to uh, legislative ones there anyway. Okay, uh, hang on there, Neil, if you can, for two seconds. All right, which one do you think he's, he's lying about? Which one is not true? Is it the fact that he's a black belt um, uh, in uh, jiu-jitsu and does MMA, did MMA? Did he have a gun pulled on him in Germany? And was he an apprentice solicitor who has turned a full-time dog walker? Is it the first, second, or third thing about him that is not true? What, what's not sitting right with you? What do you not believe in? What's just kind of going, mm, I don't know. Oh eight seven six seven nine seven one zero four. Shona, how are you? <laughs> Good, and you, Cormac? Yeah, not doing too bad. Um, which one do you think is BS? I think the first one. So you don't think he's a black belt? No, I think your theory of the second one is a really good one. And then the third one, I don't know. I'm kind of like, mm. I think because he laughed, I think maybe it's like a nervous thing, maybe or something that he, I don't know. I, I just think the first one is believable, but I don't think it's true. Oh. Hmm. Now, that's the only one I would put money on. Oh, really? You, really? You're, you're banking on number one, Tisha? I'd be banking on number one being 100% true. Please, maybe you want to think that. Yeah, maybe. But I also think that people tend to not tell the lie first. Get themselves off to True, a, yeah. a winner, you know, get ease into yeah. it a little bit. Yeah. That's what I think. <clears throat> okay. Cormac, what are you going with? I don't know. I think it is two or three and I can't make a decision as of yet. Hmm. But maybe we're all wrong. So, what one are you saying again? I'm going to definitely lock in number three. And Shona, you're locking in number one. One, yeah. Hmm. Okay, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. Uh. I think Nilo's a pretty good liar. He's Just a very saying. good liar. Nilo, can I ask you a question? <laughs> Have you like? Okay, can I ask you a question? Um, yeah. What's the name of the school you go to to become an apprentice solicitor? Oh. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, I can answer that. Uh, Blackhall Place. Is that true? Yeah, he's correct. He's correct and right. Oh. What was the name of Did you get... What, what firm were you in? I can't tell you that. <laughs> Not over the phone. It's true, yeah. The start in fairness, he couldn't. Uh, okay. Right, okay. You can ask me what jiu-jitsu school I went to as well. See, I'm, I'm sure this is right, so... And, and that's true, Listen, so I'm not going to ask. You could make up anything. And you could be like... <laughs> you could... <laughs> 
It's a hard game, in fairness. Yeah, you'd be like, oh, the Tiger King Jiu-Jitsu Academy uh, <laughs> on, in Ring's End there, and we'd be like, like yeah. yeah, yeah. No, yeah, it's, it's legit. I know it well. Yeah, went there once or twice yeah, myself. Yeah, you as well, don't they? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got me blue tips there. That's what happened. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it was a great crack. Um, right. Uh, I'm going to... Oh, okay. I'm going to... Just for the crack, I, I thought it was... Two. I'm going to go with... I'm going to go with two. Okay, so Shona, you're going with number one, correct? Yeah. Uh, I will go with number two. Let me just mark this down. And Saoirse is going with number three. Um, what are most people saying? Most people are saying number three as well. Uh, so... <laughs> There's so much effort put into that one. I know, I know. So um, we got a text in there. Look, sounds too much of a softy to be a black belt. <laughs> <laughs> and and this, this person also said, he definitely walks dogs for a living. He's very chirpy. Uh, yeah. and then really? Yeah, Simon. Uh, good evening, Simon. What's the story? I'm going for number two. Um, that's what Simon says. A lot of people going kind of going with num- num- number two as well. Um, can you remember what type of gun was it? A shotgun or a handgun or a? That'd be giving away. Uh, I think it was a Luger. <laughs> <laughs> okay. As well as that, if someone pulled a gun on you, you're not going to know the type of gun. You're just going to freeze. Yeah, you thought that you'd, you'd be very cool, calm and collected if you're getting a gun pulled and you're like, give me all the money. You're like, oh, are you using the new Luger? That's very, yeah, <laughs> very fancy indeed. Oh, wow. Cool, yeah. Oh, God. And you've got the silencer and the new polish. This is amazing. Uh, okay, tell you what, before you reveal which one of the stories you made up and isn't true, uh, two of them are obviously true. Will you tell us and reveal what, just tell us one of the stories that is 100% true? Okay, so give you one of them? Yeah, just give me one story that's actually true. Okay, I am. I used to be a, an apprentice lifter and I walked out. That's true. <gasps> no! Yeah. No, you did not! <laughs> no, and then you realise being a solicitor is hell and they walk all over you for years and you're working 70, 80 hour weeks and you're like, what's life? Yeah, pretty much. I got, I got two, two degrees and uh, did all the F1s and all that and then turned around afterwards and I was like, actually. I'd prefer to just walk dogs and just make music. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh you... my God. So you get paid to walk dogs? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Be- actually get paid better to walk dogs than I did as a solicitor. <laughs> <laughs> That's the society we're now, doing. Now, Nilo, off air, you tell me exactly how you're doing this because I, okay. I really want to do that job. Let's go, let's go. God. Oh God, that's so cool. That is so cool. Right, I'll say, tell you what, we'll, we'll take a quick song here now. And we'll, so now we're between, Saoirse, you got knocked out again. Um, what would you like I to change your answer to, Saoirse? It's, it's the one that is so obviously sounds made uh, up that I'm like, no, it has to be. Okay, so that leaves us with, he is, uh, is he lying about being a black belt in jiu-jitsu and doing MMA or is he lying about having a gun pulled on him in Germany? Is it the first one or the second one? Sean is going with one. Do you want to change your answer or stick? Uh, I want to stick with it. OK, you're going to stick with it. Grand job. Neil, hang on there for two seconds. Uh, is it the first or the second one? 87 <sighs> Getting tough. Getting tough here this evening. So, did he have a gun pulled on him in Germany or is he a black belt in jiu-jitsu? Which one of those is not true, in your opinion? Here's... FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon. Uh, we have got Shona on the line as well, um, who was on uh, with Nilo. Nilo, the last two things about yourself are, one... A black belt in jiu-jitsu and also uh, you had a gun pulled on you in Germany. So one of these stories is in fact not true. One of these is a lie which he made up. So we're trying to figure out which one um, which one that is. So, <sighs> Sean, do you have any questions for him, by the way, before we uh, reveal which? 
Have you been in any competition for it? For which? For the the black belt. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Trained for like ten years to get it. So what age did it start off? Started at about um twenty one. Like age got it around thirty, something like that. Okay, well, um, Shona is going with the uh, black belt in jiu-jitsu and MMA being uh, being waffled, not being true this evening. And, uh, <laughs> I have gone I have gone with uh, uh, the second story being not true, which when he said he had a gun pulled on him in Germany. So listen, um, you might as well put us all out of our misery here this evening and tell us which one did you make, which is not true, is the fake story this evening. Is it about being a black belt or having a gun pulled on you? It's about being a black belt. Shauna is the winner. <laughs> no way! <laughs> oh, thank you. Uh, She's a good uh, uh, You're not a black belt in, in jiu-jitsu. No. jiu-jitsu. No. You had too many things going on in the whole thing. I know, yeah. <laughs> the black belt, the dog walk, and well, yeah. the solicitor. Like, but they all sound too many hobbies, man. I was trying to throw, I was trying to throw you off the scent <laughs> Oh, that's not bad. I like what you did there, Shona. Yeah, like if he was a trainee solicitor, he definitely couldn't be a like, black belt in MMA. All the time in for that. Yeah, yeah. I like your thinking there. Logical thinking. I completely missed logical. that because I went with yeah, getting a gun pulled on you in uh, in Germany. So, so hang on, you got a gun pulled on you in Germany? Yeah, did, what's yeah. the story there? <laughs> so years ago, we were I was on tour with my old band and uh, we were playing in East Germany. And we were staying in this weird kind of warehouse thing, like a dingy warehouse at the, uh, after the gig. And uh, one of my mates ran into me and he was like, there's a guy with a gun in the kitchen. <laughs> so we all had to get on our clothes, get, get out of our sleeping bags and run into the into the kitchen. And there's this old man standing there with like a like a Luger, you know, like an old German, like long gun thing. And he's just like <laughs> staring at us and not saying a word. It was absolutely terrifying. Well, that's absolutely okay. terrifying. Yeah, it was, it was. I think I have PTSD from it, to be honest. But, but what, what, like, how, how did the situation end? So basically what happened was some guy from the gig brought us back to this house to stay in, a huge place. Yeah. He, the other guy that, that came up, he thought he was on his own there, so when he heard other people there, he thought there was, like, intruders or something. But oh, God. He couldn't, he couldn't communicate that to us because he, because he had no voice. He had, like... Bandages on his neck or something like he had a tracheotomy, <laughs> and so this guy standing there with fucking bandages on his neck in his seventies, just holding his gun, and I literally was like, "All right, this guy is going to kill us all." What time was it at? What time was it at? Yeah, I was like midnight or one a.m. or something like that. Like it was oh, late. That's... Yeah, we were terrified. We left straight away. We were like, "Get, let's get the hell out of here." <laughs> <laughs> That's like yeah, enough of that. Yeah, you're not you're not like going back to sleep after that too easily, are you? No, not at all. And you know what broke the standoff? Like so, we're he was one side of a door, we're the other side, and we were kind of looking at each other, you know, and like nobody yeah. was communicating. And one of the lads, he's from Clondalkin, and he farted, and your man started laughing. <laughs> That's what broke the standoff. Are you serious? Where's <laughs> God? Yeah, a Clondalkin fart uh, yeah. pulled uh, a hostage situation apart. And it, and the staff started laughing, and then we and then he, he wrote us a little note, and then we were able to communicate with him through that way, you know. Oh, that is hilarious! That's yeah. amazing. Well, oh God! And did you stay there for the night then? No. No, we left straight away. No. We were like, Look, this. <laughs> Get it, it wasn't just I'm a gun. So glad it, I came it, back for the end of that. Yeah, it was your man's <laughs> fart. That's why they left. It was like, listen, that is horrific. <laughs> yeah, you can't even stay there.
Whatever about the memories of the gun, the fart is lingering like this. Uh, saved your life. Oh, God. Um, listen, congratulations, Shoni. You've absolutely nailed that one. So um, you were correct and right. We'll try down for some uh, Room 104 beer mats, all right? And uh, thanks a million for popping on again. Thanks so much. Listen, we'll chat you soon. Take it easy. Bye, bye, bye. bye. So uh, listen, Neil, uh, what's your Twitter or YouTube or Spotify or whatever? Where can people find your music and your stuff? Yeah, just uh, Spotify, Neilo, N-E-A-L-O, and uh, Instagram, same Neilo to Silla, N-E-A-L-O. You'll get me on that, so that's all. And uh, is your clon- was he Clondalkin mate who farted? Yeah, 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 Owen. Shout Owen. Owen. Big shout out to <laughs> Owen, who's going to be a negotiator now, who'll just uh, <laughs> yeah. be in the next uh, the next negotiation movie with Samuel L. Jackson. They'll be like, how do we use this? Just let him fart down the phone, lads. It's happened before. And actually, before, before he farted in full Clondalkin fashion, he was like, do you want me to take him out? Like, literally, and he had no weapons on him at all. So. Oh, gross. <laughs> there you go. Well, listen, uh, very best of luck in the future, Neil O'Man. Thanks so many for Thanks popping for on. It. Obviously, um, you know, uh, things are on pause at the moment, but check out his Instagram and find him online. Go support a bit of Irish music and Dublin music here. Um, and listen, we'll chat to you again soon, all right? Thanks, Colin. Have a good one, all right? Take See it right. easy, sir. Bye, 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 bye. I'm back. Back I'm here. again. Happy days. Yeah, and um, that was a that was weird. Clondalk uh, and farts diffusing hostage Disgusting. situations. Happy days. Listen, I would have put money on the first one as well. So would I. Now maybe that's because we all just think lads love a bit of MMA and everyone in Dublin's doing MMA. How wrong we were to presume that. How wrong we were. Yeah. Okay, uh, on the way, a little later on the show, we're going to be talking to a man who gave up money, which is probably the strangest thing you can do, but he did it for 15 years, lived off the grid, no money, at out of uh, bins, uh, at roadkill, different things like that. So uh, we chatting to him after 11 o'clock as well, talking about smart toilets that can detect if you're sick or not. Fascinating stuff. And you can add these things to your pre-existing toilets. You don't need to buy in a new toilet. So uh, that is on the way. But um, next, I think we'll do this now, or we'll do this next, our review of Mad Genius. Oh my God, it was just woeful. So we put two of the worst movies ever head-to-head last night. So I found one on Netflix and so did Saoirse. Uh, It was the package up against Mad Genius and people voted for us to watch Mad Genius today. So we did it a little bit earlier on. It's one of the worst movies of all time. So we're going to do this, you know, a few times. Well, we'll do this every week anyway. Just watch some of the worst movies on Netflix and you can get involved and watch some of the worst movies ever. But uh, just <laughs> just how bad was Mad Genius and why you should watch it because it's so bad. We'll give, we'll give the reviews next here on FM 104. FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Long. Cormac and Saoirse here on FM 104. And we are going to do, finally, our review of Mad Genius in what can only be described as, I suppose... Bizarre. What the hell? Yeah, so every week on the on the show here, we are inviting you to join us in watching some of the worst movies that are available to watch on Netflix. So some of those special ones that you should never, ever watch, those one out of five stars, terrible, terrible movies. So yesterday, the package went up against... Uh, Mad Genius in a poll that we ran on F104's Twitter and people voted for us to force ourselves to watch an hour and a half of Mad Genius. Now, before we go any further, before we tell you why you should... Well, you should watch it for the crack, by the way. And if you did watch it, if you joined us this afternoon to watch it, let us know what you thought of it. 0876797104. Let me just play the trailer and we will try and describe just how bad a movie Mad Genius is. Finding out the code of consciousness, I'll be able to find out the original spark. Original spark of what? 
of life. That's what I'm going to rewrite. Why? Because human beings are programmed to destroy everything. But what if we're flawed for a reason? We're just outdated. You realize you would be playing God, right? Who you been talking to, man? Honestly, my imaginary projection. Okay, so that was the trailer for um, Mad Genius. <laughs> Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Sisha, how would you describe this movie? What's the plot of this movie? Oh, hang on. I mean, Sorry, let me put your fader up and ask you that again. How would okay. you describe this movie? Um, it's a bit of a mind F, kind of like that thing we had to listen to earlier on. Um, a young genius, mad genius, I guess you call him, Mason, who also looks like a friend of ours, which is really weird. So that was distracting for the whole thing. Um, he is attempting to hack the human mind uh, in order to, to fix humanity. Does he do it? I don't know, Cormac. <laughs> I don't know if he does. So uh, the movie kind of starts with this hacker dude giving a, a monologue yeah. about how everything wrong with the world from wars to financial corruption to devastation to depressions all those, all those things stem from the human mind that greed and corruption all can be traced back to inside the human brain and he yeah. says if you could hack that human brain you could update its software so to speak and then you could remove the negative aspects of humankind and completely change uh, humanity and that's how it starts and then the concept is great yeah. I like the idea. It's, it's, a, it's a nice start of a sci-fi film. And then it just turns weird. And I was standing there, like, I standing there watching this scene of, um, you know, him being very intimate with a woman and... I, 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 don't, I don't even know what to say. What would you give it out of five? Honestly, I would give it a one. I always think of this, I'd, like, give it zero. It's so bad. 
uh, the acting is atrocious as well. I mean, they're not convincing whatsoever. And I think <clears> it's it's as if, uh, I don't know who directed this, but there must have been at least more than one writer and they both went into separate rooms and didn't discuss anything and then just made it in a day. And, and then like, just, yeah, vomited on some paper. and was like, yeah, we got the script, happy days. Yeah. There was one moment in there, the movie, there's a girl, there's a, there's a love interest in the movie as there has to be with all movies, right? Spencer. Yeah. And there's a moment where she has to act surprised, 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 can't speak, surprised. She has to act surprised. And uh, you can just tell that it's in that moment where she realizes that she never should have accepted this job because she was like, oh, wow, yeah. And you can just tell she's really depressed and has realized that this was a terrible, terrible, terrible turn in her acting career. So the, the movie starts off, the guy, there's a few, I've picked out uh, a few moments of the movie, right, which are beautiful, beautifully I mean, bad. Some of the visuals were okay. Someone just Some got high terrible. on special effects. Someone just like got After Effects for the first time and just lost their mind on it. So <clears throat> the guy, the Mason guy in this movie, right? Let me explain this to you. He has what can only be described as an imaginary friend, because what, yeah. what we're alluded to is um, he tried to experiment on his brain before, and his brain has since been um, damaged from this experiment that he did on himself with like electronics and different things and wires he hooked up to his brain. Now he's got a, a an imaginary friend. Which yeah, is who he's dealing with on and off. So it's, they're yeah. like chalk and cheese, yeah. Yeah, so a, a part of him, he has, had a, he has had like a projection. So he's going around the movie talking to no one, except, you know, so people are like, who are you talking to? He's like, it's my imaginary friend. So <clears throat> that goes on for a while, which you can kind of accept and go, okay. Then they go on this quest to find a piece of technology, a headset that they need to complete their plan. And they're yeah. standing outside a solid concrete bunker with like six foot, six foot thick walls. <laughs> And uh, they're like, oh, no, how do, how do we get in? This is We need this. this is, and they literally say, this is the last piece in the puzzle, as if they couldn't be more direct. And uh, the hologram guy goes, well, I, I can walk into the room. That's no problem. I'm a hologram. So he walks into the room and then starts describing everything he's seeing. And then he goes, <clears throat> um, why don't I just project you inside the room? And you're like, I'm, I'm sorry, what? And he's like, that's impossible. He's like, no, no, it's not. So now all of a sudden he is able to, the, his imaginary friend, walks inside yeah. the solid room, and somehow, because of what they say, quantum physics, he is able to project or import his friend inside the room. Exactly. Now, did you get from the film that Mason, this main guy, was the only person that was real? Yes. Yeah, okay. So, totally. well, no. Because I know you're talking about what happens at the very end. Yeah. Right, so the second weird thing that happens is, as Sisha alluded to a little bit earlier on, there is... A moment where his imaginary friend suddenly becomes actually real. So he yeah. stops being in a hallucination and becomes physically real in the real world, can like push people over, can go drinking, can do mad stuff. And he winds up just randomly rocking into literally a half an hour after he becomes real, he rocks into like some rave in a drug den and he's having sex with a girl. And then because they're still kind of connected, Mason, who's back at his home, starts is feeling everything. Yeah, he's feeling him having sex. And having an orgasm, and then they glitch back <laughs> he and forward. Doing the actions. <laughs> yeah, he's in his bedroom, or he's at his desk, just pretending to have sex with someone, but he's on his own, and yeah. he's just humping dry air. And then it keeps flicking back and forth between uh, Mason becoming uh, the guy. So all of a sudden, the normal guy is having sex with her. Then it flicks back to the imaginary friend who's having sex with her. And I know you're listening to this, going, "I have no idea what's going on." Neither do we. And we watch the movie, and then it ends. I don't even know how it ends. There's a bad guy in it who's trying to kill all of humanity because he's like, oh, he's like a Thanos character. They're trying to create. He wants to kill all of humanity because they're like, we don't deserve to be here. It's open to a sequel. 
It is like. <laughs> so then the love interest come and kind of saves him at the end, and then they're trying to like download and map the entire human brain in a computer, and then it finally is finished. It's like, oh, it's fi- fi- finally got finished. And then the girl, who we all think is real, she d- disappears. Yeah, she disappears. So she obviously wasn't real. Uh, no. Um, Spoilers. Yeah, I mean, Sorry. it wasn't a long film by any means. I think it was an hour and 20 minutes. But it was too long. It was definitely too long for that. It, it was too long. It was just a mis- a mishmash of just randomness. Um, they were They had an idea and it just didn't work. So we can highly recommend, if you want to watch a... One of the worst movies on Netflix. Mad genius. Do Go and watch it just to be like, what in the name of God did I just see? It's up on Netflix. Let us know what you think of it. And uh, if you can describe it or explain it any better, we're all ears. Yeah, let because... us know. <laughs> yeah, it, it kind of is in the present, but the future at the same time. And it makes absolutely <clears throat> no sense. Yeah. So and it's meant to be sci-fi. And I think, you know what, some of the CGI was so bad as well, actually, now that I think about it. Um, you know, and they had the very good-looking actors mm. and the blood just perfectly dripping on certain side of their face, you know, so they still looked well. Yeah. Uh, just, yeah, it was... It might be kind of fun if you were a teenager, possibly. I don't even think so. I think the, the film crew and the directors were all on acid when they were writing this and recording this. So... Uh, Mad Genius, go have a look at it. It's available to stream on Netflix now. And let us know, what is the worst movie that you've ever seen? Because we might uh, we might go ahead and watch that <clears throat> next week. So if you have any like terrible, terrible movies uh, that you've seen that are up on Netflix or available to watch online, it doesn't have to be Netflix, uh, let us know and we might force ourselves to watch them because uh, why watch the good movies? An, yeah, that was an hour and 20 minutes. We cannot get back. <laughs> Like, at all. It was sunny outside, uh, and I know we're not meant to be outside, but I was looking at the sun whilst watching this absolute tripe. Yeah, it was pretty bad. Mad genius. Go and watch it. It's, it's just a, a, a holy show. Uh, and then let us know the worst movie you've ever seen that you would like us to torment ourselves through. Uh, 87 Still to come, chatting to a man who gave up money, also talking about smart toilets and... Uh, a variety of different things on control, alt, delete. Next, though, we're going to be talking about there's several things that you do unconsciously or subconsciously and you don't even realise you're doing it. We'll talk about those next. FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Long. It's Cormac and Saoirse here on FM 104. Yes, and uh, we were talking actually the other day about you scratching your chin. You know, that you do that thing all the time that I notice you do. Yeah, it's my beard spot. There's a tiny little little itchy thing right on the left-hand side of my chin, which is like, ugh. But it's only when we've been told to not touch our face and stuff that you notice that you do it Mm. quite a lot. Yeah. I have noticed you do it more than you probably would because... You have, to, you have to look time. at me when you're across the road. Well, not yeah, across the road, exactly. across the station here, but you're at home. Yeah, sure you so don't. it's something that you're doing subconsciously. You don't realise you're doing it, basically. You're, yeah. It's when you're thinking and stuff. But there are seven things that we all do every single day without knowing we do them. Well, what, 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 usually we don't know. What's your thing? That I would do. What I'd would you do? My hair. I I literally pull strands of hair out of my head and I don't realise I'm doing it. Unless someone says it. <laughs> Until you go bald. And you're like, oh, yeah, yeah I was much. pulling all the hair out. Damn when I was it. in school, teacher, teachers used to say to my mom at her parent-teacher meetings that she keeps pulling her hair out. 
that's how bad it was. Oh, so it's gone on for quite a while. <laughs> it's been going on for ages. It's my thinking. You know, if I'm trying to think or concentrate, I'll just start pulling out my hair. Um, let us know what your your thing is. Is there is there something that you do? Maybe it's something your other half does that maybe either does your head in that that you notice them doing it far more than they do. Oh eight seven six seven nine seven one zero four. Like maybe it's eating your hair or biting your nails or kind of unconscious bad habits nearly that you don't even realize you're doing. I had a friend who used to suck her hair, the ends of her hair, oh, so much so disgusting. that she had to go to hospital and get a hairball removed from her stomach. Oh. Isn't that mad? Why would you suck your own hair? That's horrific. It's just when she was younger, the, her hair was so long, she used to suck on the ends of it and she actually ended up getting a hairball. Dip it in garlic mayo. And she's like, wow, this, this disgusting. is lovely. Disgusting. Yeah, gross. But um, there's certain things that we do anyway, mm. every single day, that you'd never, you'd never wake up or end the day and go oh yeah I definitely did that because it's things that we don't really notice we do anymore dream I never think I dream you know if I have a dream it's like if I was to tell you when the last time I had a dream or remember a dream it would be weeks ago I uh, interviewed a guy ages a year or two ago right who was studying dreams and apparently the main reason why you forget dreams do you want to know yeah it's because you move your body Oh, see, I would move around a lot. So if you wake up and, and stay perfectly still from asleep, you should be able to remember more of your dreams. But it's apparently the, the physical moving of your body that interrupts whatever is going on and makes it incredibly difficult to remember your dreams. That's very interesting. Mad, isn't it? Yeah, because I have dreamt before, you know, when they're very vivid? Yep. And then you go to remember it, like when you wake up and you forget straight away. But there is, yeah, there's meant to be a hack to... Are, are you not are you not experiencing way more intense vivid dreams lately? No. You're Honestly, a freak. I've, I think everyone is. I've had the odd nightmare and when I say odd I've had maybe one in the last month. But no, I you know when I wake up if someone was to say oh did you have any dreams last night I would say no. But apparently we all do dream um, at some point during the night. Uh, Donna says uh, the movie you were talking about uh, Mad Genius the crazy sci-fi hacky movie said she sounds like her dream last night but I think I don't know if it's the whole being locked and being on lockdown. Is it the stress of the situation? Is it the panic? But my dreams have gotten so, so weird and so vivid. And I can remember most of them every single night now that it's just kind of like, ah, here, that's what's going on. Really? Yeah, like, like very weird. A lot involving animals as well. And that might be because I was watching Tiger King a lot. So that's probably where the, the relationship to uh, tigers and wild, crazy animals comes in. But I've just noticed in the last two weeks, especially, it's been like, oh, and you're waking up more exhausted because <laughs> the dreams were so intense. You're like, oh, God, I need to go yeah, back to sleep. Maybe I'd filter them out. I don't know because I never wake up exhausted and I'd never wake up in a panic. Mm. So, But I also don't ever remember them. But, yeah, we all apparently dream. Blush every day. We all blush at some point in the day. Really? Which is interesting, yeah. Whether it's like, a, like it, it says here, it doesn't have to be a full-blown, like, where you're sweating and remember it. But you blush. It could be someone just, you know, saying move or you know, shopkeeper, whatever, whoever you're in, in right. contact with in a day, you will blush at some point every single day. That's weird. I don't think I'd blush today. But then again, I suppose I don't know, do I? Well, as well as that, maybe right now, because we're all in lockdown, we're not really seeing anyone, you might not actually be blushing right at this moment in time. But in a given day... Oh, in a normal day. Point. In a normal yeah. day. Okay. In a normal day, you'd be blushing at some point, which I found quite interesting because... Um, yeah, it's, some people turn really red, but other people don't, mm. you know? But you'd probably still feel it. Uh, farting, of course. 
We all pretend we don't fart. Well, you don't. But. Yeah, no, no one pretends. Now it's called a spade a spade here. But like, there are people that say they don't fart. No one is going to turn around at the end of the day and go, I farted seven times. <laughs> like, you don't clock my, the amount of farts you've done, like. My fartness, pal. You can track all of your farts on a handy graph and see if you're getting in uh, all of the required daily farts. Um, yeah, yeah, everyone does. Everyone does. And laugh, again, something you might end the day with and go, yeah, no, nothing was funny today, but you did laugh at some point in the day. Even if it was like a crazy, the world's falling apart and I'm losing my mind laugh. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what am I doing with my life? What's going on? Yeah, it doesn't have to be a happy laugh. Yeah. Blinking, obviously, we blink. We don't realise we're blinking. Well, yeah, obviously, yeah, yeah. Obviously. And then zoning out. Everyone zones out at some point in a day. Ah, yeah. Yeah, that's... But again, like, if you were to pin someone on it, would they know that they zoned out? They'd probably say no. Ah, you kind of know, though, don't you? See, that's the thing. You open you? the fridge and all of a sudden you're like, vump, gone. Like, are you aware of when you're blinking? Are you aware of when you're zoning out? Are you aware? I think I'd be aware when I zone out, yeah. So well, maybe when you're aware, you kind of come back in. But I definitely know. It wouldn't be like, I'd be much more aware of that than, let's say, the blushing or the blinking or the dreaming. Would you? I don't know. Yeah. kind of know. You kind of know. You know when you're, you're in school and you're looking out the window? And you knew you were looking at the window zoned out and you are just enjoying it because you just didn't want to do any work. Yeah, but that's because when you're caught, obviously the teacher's seen it and then she's like, what are you doing? I was like, before that, no, no, before that, you know, before you're caught, you're just like, keep this going for as long as possible. You know, this is fun. It's like uh, mindfulness. Yeah. You're just staring out the window to grass going, ah, oh, get me out of here. I just, if someone was to say at the end of a day, did you zone out today? Or you have zoned out today? I'd be like, no, I didn't. Mm-mm. You know, so I think it's something that you definitely don't know you're doing half the time. Um, so, yeah, there's seven things that we apparently do every single day that we don't realise or that if we were told at the end of the day that we did them, we'd say, no, didn't do a half of them. No, weird. We did. Yeah. Weird, but, um, yeah, there are definitely traits and stuff. Like my brother walks on his tippy toes and he doesn't realise it. Like what? little crutches like that, that people have that they don't realise they're doing. Uh, <laughs> just got a WhatsApp in here. It's 0876797104. Good evening, Donna. Everything you guys are talking about this evening, I can relate to. My mom's nickname... <laughs> my mom's nickname is Wildebeest because she has insane farts. Oh, good God. <laughs> oh, oh, God. When we were what younger... Uh, when we were younger, we knew when she was awake, when we heard her explode... <laughs> Oh, that's horrific. Oh, that's so funny. I Like, I would never put... I, for some reason, I, I you know, it's a sexist trope. I wouldn't put girls for farting very much, you know. It's a very See, much a disgusting thing. guy thing. But now, the more I've known, like, you know, certain people, certain members of my family and extended family have farted. And I'm, oh, I'm I remember like, you telling me about oh, a story, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I got myself in a lot of trouble for mentioning that on air. Um, yeah, and then And then my other half, the other night on the couch, just let one rip. And I'm like, I'm sorry, what? Are you... <laughs> are you not... Are we not? Uh, are we not meant to be? Uh, you expect married? me to marry that? <laughs> now, in fairness, the other night I did wake her up with one of my farts. Exactly. At five in the morning. <laughs> but yeah, it's true. Apparently, women fart just as many times. No lies, lies. They don't. Lies. And we do it in the car. Uh, oh God! I never even thought of that. <laughs> do you go around letting one rip in the car, do you? Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Seriously, driving into work. Is that where the musky smell from your car is? You exactly. open the door and you're like, oh, good God. 
now you're getting it. Oh, that's yeah. hilarious. Horrific. But yeah, it's disgusting. So a lot of times we don't want to admit that we do these horrible things, but we do. Oh, dear. Do you know another thing that I think people do a lot? <laughs> what? Kick their nose. Uh, I was gonna jump. Their nose. Yeah, I was gonna jump in there and say no. I definitely don't, but I definitely do. I'm not as bad. Like I'm, I was never a disgusting person who would pick their nose and eat it. I just think that is horrific. Like that yeah. even is making me sick now. But you see people in cars when they're stuck in traffic who have zoned out and are picking their nose and eating it and don't even realize it. But <laughs> disgusting. <laughs> well, you actually, when you catch someone doing that, you can't help but think you are vile. Yeah. Like. Do you not grow out of that, though? Is that not like a childish thing you do? Do people... No, it's not. Did I you ever do it? Did you ever do it? Yeah. Oh, you're I would disgusting. definitely do it. Yeah, I would do it. I would actually do it. No, but you wouldn't, pick, you wouldn't eat it, though. No, no, no. I wouldn't okay, eat good, it, but good. I'd definitely pick it. Right. That's a bad habit of mine, actually. And it doesn't help when you've got long nails. Well, maybe it does help. Maybe that's easier. You know, well, you get right does. in there with your shellacs the going, Ooh, this is great. <laughs> And get right up there and then clean up the old sinuses while you're in there. Oh, God. God. That, that clean is your hands, everyone. Wash yeah. your hands. Wash your hands. Don't touch your face or your nose, okay? No. Hate to see that eat. Uh, speaking of that as well, uh, just some information in here from our, our buddy old Simon Harris. Uh, in You know, a lot of people have been complaining about today. <laughs> COVID-19 is a rich people problem, right? Rich people brought it here because the rich fancy people who went skiing in school at the start of the year went to Italy brought it back over here and now the other people who are causing havoc is people with holiday homes so to see the t-shirt coming out today was saying uh, stop travelling down to your holiday homes and don't go down to your holiday homes this Easter weekend as well yeah. uh, so they're trying to you know, obviously enforce the physical distancing and the social distancing uh, just saw some news here this evening um, the Gardaí are going to get new powers this evening which will mean that they can enforce the social distancing guidelines more so if you are let me read this out correctly now it means that Gardaí will now be able to arrest those who do not abide by COVID-19 restrictions, including those who exercise more than 2K away from their homes or people who travel for non-essential purposes, right? So this is coming into force this evening at 12 o'clock. So if you are going a little bit further than the 2K, uh, two kilometer radius for exercising, if you're going down to your fancy holiday home, you're probably not, but you know, some people are, um, you could be facing, if convicted, a maximum Six months in prison and a fine of two and a half grand. Ah, stop. Can you, You're not going to go that far. Can you, can you imagine? Come on. Imagine being a Mount Joy. What are you in for? I'm a serial killer. What are you in here for? Uh, murder. What are you in here for? I didn't stay uh, two metres away from the person beside me in the Phoenix Park and now I'm in prison for six months. <laughs> Him and the TV <clears throat> licence guy. Oh, imagine that, yeah. There. So, uh, obviously, I... I Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? 
They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.